So if you want to hear more of our podcast, please click on jamesandsana.com and you can hear our previous episodes. And please subscribe because James has some good word of wisdoms every morning to share with you guys through that email that comes into your inbox. All right, Sana. In this episode of our little show, you wanted, you wanted to do the continuous of last week. You remember last episode? You said next week we'll continue with that six something K whatever. KLT. Uh huh. I said that. Yeah. Listen to your podcast at the end. What did you say? Like, do you want me to listen you to it right now? You promised something. Yeah. You told them. You told the audience something like, "Wait for the next week." Something like that. I don't remember what I said last week. I'm sorry. Just listen the last one minute of that podcast. What did I say? You were like... And then scarcity. Uh, ten. Because there is only one James Newcomb. All right. So I got 60 out of 60. And in the next installment of our little show, I'm going to grade sauna. One out of ten on each of these six elements of the fuel for the vehicle that we know as KLT, know, like, and trust. These six things, the expert authority, likability, commitment and consistency, reciprocation, social proof, scarcity. Next week, I'm going to do this for Sana. I'm going to do what for Sana? Something that I did for you, like analyzing you, or I don't remember. I don't remember, honey. I'm sorry. It was about the six things that you asked me. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Well, Shauna, everybody has one, and I'm not talking about your belly button. I'm talking about that embarrassing story that, uh, well, the story that you don't mind sharing in public. We all have embarrassing stories that will remain with ourselves, but we all have... Like a story that was embarrassing, but we can't. We don't mind sharing with other people because, looking back at it, at it, it's it's kind of funny. It's actually really funny because it's usually some sort of silly thing or some bonehead mistake that we made. You you look back on it and you just laugh. And you just laugh at yourself. So in this episode of Life on the Beaten Path, Sana and I are going to share our most embarrassing moments. Sana, you go first. Yeah, I remember one time I was walking in a shopping mall and then I thought I saw a friend. I stopped the person. I greet. I talked and I was like, what have you been? What have you been doing? And, you know, uh, why didn't you show up to school? And then after we said bye, I went for shopping. I noticed that person was not the person that I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I was so embarrassed thinking what that person was thinking about me. <laughs> so they're just going along just to be <laughs> <Yeah>. nice? It's, <laughs> they, they, it's they true story. Say. It happened to me in Uzbekistan. I was alone and I was just walking in a shopping mall and I was like, hey, how are you? What are you doing? And I started talking. What kind of, <laughs> this person was just so copy, carbon copy of the person that I knew in university and the person was just smiling and then I said okay bye see you and then I start thinking why the person was not responsive 
he was just smiling and then I noticed, oh my goodness, it was not him. It was someone else. So this person just carried on like you knew each other just yeah. to not embarrass you? Because that person probably saw a foreigner speaking English and just want to hear what I'm saying. Oh, that's too funny. I have one more story for you, Sana. When I lived in Washington, this is like 2003-ish, 2000, maybe 2004. You've heard of the Peugeot car brand, right? Of course. So I have an old Peugeot. It's probably 80, probably mid to late 80s. So at this at this point, it's 15 to 20 years old. And it was it got me from point A to point B. It got my stuff. I had a little window cleaning business at the time. I was able to put my ladder on top of it. And you know, it wasn't anything fancy. It wasn't anything highfalutin. But okay, go ahead and say it. <laughs> you to put the ladders on top of it? Yes, there was a ladder rack on top of the car, and I put the ladders on top. It worked out okay. So this old car that I had, it had this a tendency to, out of the clear blue sky, it would just quit. The engine would just stop working. I would I would just do the ignition over and over and over, and it wouldn't stop. Or it wouldn't start. I would wait five minutes, and then I would try it again, and it would start. It was just a matter of like I wait five minutes and then it starts. I have no idea what was wrong with the engine. I couldn't afford to really take it into the shop at the time because I was really struggling for money. And this is just the situation I was in at the time. So this is this is kind of my life. I have a car that 98% of the time works fine, but every now and then it'll just stall. And it would stall at while I'm waiting on a, on, on a red light. It would just stop. And then I'm stuck there for like 10 minutes, just trying to get it going and going and going. I, people are behind me and they have to, I got my emergency lights on and they have to go around me. It's embarrassing, but whatever. You just, you just deal with that. You can deal with anything when you're 25, 26 years old. So this is my reality. So I'm going along like this. And I know that my car has this tendency to do this. So I go to, I think it was the library. And I, I think I was just going there to use the internet or something to check emails or whatever it was. And I leave, I finish my business at the library, I get in my car, and it won't start. I try, click, 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 do the ignition, nothing, nothing, nothing. And it's nothing nothing out of the ordinary from when it ordinarily doesn't start. It's, it's just like it always is. It's always like this. I wait 10 minutes, I go back inside, uh, wait 10 minutes, come back out. Try it again. Nothing. Wait another 10 minutes. Come back out. Nothing. I've been trying for an hour at this point to get this thing to work. And it's beginning to dawn on me. Maybe this is this is it for this car. This might be the end of the car. Uh, I leave the, the car there, lock it up and everything, get a ride back to house. There was no Uber, no Lyft at the time. So I have to call someone, give me a ride back to my house. I make arrangements to... I, I purchase another vehicle, okay? I went and got a VW van that I could use for my business and my um, window cleaning business. And it cost, it's cost $900, and I had to borrow $900 from a neighbor. And I just explained, this is my business. I, my livelihood depends on having a vehicle. Can you help me out? He helps me out. So I purchased the vehicle. And I go to the car so I can get all of my stuff out, the power washer, my window stuff, my squeegees, the ladder, 
get it all into the van. I get it all in there, and I go to the car. I, I don't know why I even stepped into the car. And there's a little note on the windshield, underneath the uh, windshield wiper, and it said, please park better, because I had parked, taking up like half of the other stall next to me. Something like that, just please park better or something. And so I, I go to uh, put the engine in neutral so that I can back it out and then move it forward in, so that it's parked correctly. And I realize that the the gear is in reverse. Now, when the gear is in reverse, the engine isn't going to start. It can be the best engine in the world, but if it's in reverse, it won't start. It can only start if it's in park or neutral. Okay? So here's what happened. This is after... I've done all of this. This is after I've purchased a new vehicle and gotten all of my stuff from my old vehicle into the newer vehicle. I put the stick onto the P and it started right up, just like that. So three days without a vehicle, without doing any business, buying a new vehicle, (laughs) and the whole time the stick was on the R. Yeah, I can believe it. That's you. (laughs) Can you believe it? Like I said, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't always on top of things. Uh, more so than now. I mean, I tend to be a bit absent-minded now in middle age, but I think I made some pretty boneheaded moves back in the day. So, Sana, those are my most embarrassing stories, and thank you for sharing your your softball story about missing somebody. I know that you have another story that is embarrassing that you're for whatever reason, don't feel like you can share with our loyal listeners. They're loyal to the bone. They've been listening to us run our mouths. And it's okay. Someday you'll gather up the nerve to share your most embarrassing story with our listeners too. (laughs) So until that day comes, I will wait patiently (laughs) for you to become a real podcaster because this is how you build a brand. Right. By sharing your most embarrassing stories, right? It's just by being fun, being entertaining, loose, and uh, personable. Mm -hmm likable like we talked about last week thanks for listening everybody have a wonderful day thanks for pressing play on our little show to keep abreast of what sauna and i are up to head on over to beatenpath.media that's spelled b-e-a-t-i-n path dot media And you can learn all about us, and you can follow our exploits as we bring Sana to the United States from Vietnam, where she's currently living. And there are even opportunities that you can find out about helping out with some of the financial costs with that, if you're so inclined. Just go to beatenpath.media and just look for the About Us link at the top of the page, and you can find more about us. So again, thanks for pressing play, and we will see you next time.